Pod People. Thank you so much for inviting me over and making me dinner, Jerome. No problem, no problem. Thank you for coming. I'm glad you were able to make it. Me too. Your place is so nice. My son and I live in a nice high rise as well. Oh, really? Nice. Well, next time you'll have to have me over so I can check it out. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) You don't sound too excited to have me over. You don't have to cook for me, I promise. We can order in. Oh, no, it's not that. Um... It's just my son is at my place. So, you know, it's complicated when you have a child. Oh, I understand. And you had to find a babysitter just to come hang out with me on a date tonight. So the least I could do was cook dinner. (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, actually, I don't have to look for a babysitter. What did you do? Leave the little one at the house alone? You might want to check on him. (laughs) Oh, no, the house is on fire. (laughs) No, he's not at home alone. My child's father lives with us, so he's watching him. Oh, Y'all live together, like, under the same roof? A high-rise roof. Did I mention we live in a high-rise? You did. Uh, wait, so your ex's clothes are in the same closet as yours. Is that what you mean? I mean, our clothes don't touch. Our place is so nice, like, really nice. I wish you could see it, but, you know, you can't because he's there. (laughs) Does your ex live there full-time, or is he just there visiting? He lives there full-time. Is this a problem for you? I mean, where does he sleep? In the baby's room, in the closet, on the patio outside, in the oven, I mean... The oven? Listen, Jerome, I don't know if that's any of your business. We have a child together, and we live together, and sometimes we kiss. It's simple. You sometimes kiss? What else do you do? I mean, we occasionally shower and bathe together. What? And rub each other down in essential oils and go on vacation to Disney World or sandals. You know, cute stuff like that. Family stuff. Well, I'm looking for a serious relationship and it sounds like you're already in one, Nani. We are not in a relationship at all. I'm single. Can you explain to me why y'all live together? Because he provides for our family, pays bills, cooks cleans, takes out the trash. He takes care of my son. I mean, sure, he cuddles me at night and we have great sexual chemistry, but we are not in a relationship, okay? This is just temporary. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave, Nani. Are you serious? Yes. Unfortunately, your situation sounds too complicated for me. I'm sorry. Well, can I take that steak to my baby daddy? He asked me to bring him leftovers. Get out. Wow. (laughs) Welcome to Jasmine Gives Bad Advice. On this show, you send me questions that you need answers to online, and I tell you what I think about it after I create an elaborate scenario about your situation using sketch comedy. (laughs) Now, that was my interpretation of a question that came into me from Nani in California. Nani has been co-parenting in the same house with her baby's daddy for four years and needs advice on whether it's time to move on. As you probably know by now, that scenario is how Nani's future dates will go in my head. (laughs) So let's jump into today's episode and hear the actual question from Nani. Nani says, I got pregnant at a time where we were considering breaking up and we both decided abortion wasn't something we wanted. So we have essentially been together ever since without the title. We are physically a couple as we spend a lot of time together and sexually we connect. But emotionally and mentally, we are in very different places, which is why it never worked out for us. I'm going to pause for a second. We are physically a couple. 
as in we spend a lot of time together and we connect sexually. Honey, you mean y'all used to connect sexually or y'all still connecting sexually? Because it sounds like y'all still connecting, (laughs) y'all. Let me try to make it through this, y'all. Nani says, we've been co-living and co-parenting for the past four years because I'm still in school and I work part-time and can't afford to be financially independent. Now, my child's father is moving three hours away for work and I'm wanting to finally close the door on this gray area in our relationship we have going on. Nani, this is not a gray area, honey. (laughs) Y'all together, okay? Y'all connecting sexually, co-parenting, co-living, co-sexing, okay? But anyway, he says he wants to move on, but he just bought us a ticket to spend Valentine's Day together. And was was that co-parenting and co-living? No, that was just co-sexting, Nani. Did y'all spend Valentine's Day together or not? Because I think y'all did. But anyway, Nani says... Part of me is thinking that I should just take control and close the chapter for the both of us, but I only feel right doing that if I stop accepting his financial assistance outside of our child. Even though he's transferring to a new location for work and will be working three hours away and plans to stay there during the week and come back to have our son on the weekends. Okay, that sounds like he's moving out, Nani, kind of. Okay. We currently live in a luxury apartment complex, which I cannot afford without his assistance. See, now we're getting to the nitty gritty, Nani. Now we see why your baby's daddy and your ex is possibly still licking your titties. But anyway, (laughs) that's the nitty gritty down to the titty is where we're getting right now. So let me finish (laughs) so we can see what's going on. He said he is fine helping financially. However, I would feel uncomfortable dating if I were in that situation and I was hoping for his new arrangement to be a nice chance for us to truly move on. Should I find a smaller apartment that's in a more aged complex so I'm completely financially independent? Or is it okay to accept the financial assistance, keep our current lifestyles, and also date? Or... Should I just sacrifice dating and accept the help until I'm done with school and I could afford this myself? Nani, here's the thing. You say that you and your baby's daddy are not compatible, but y'all are compatible sexually. But it won't work out for y'all. But y'all been living together for four years. And you say also that if y'all stay together, you would be settling. But what have y'all been doing for the past four years? I'm really trying to figure this out, honey. You don't want to move into a smaller, older apartment. You want to stay in the high rise and you want your baby's daddy to come help you with the bills. And while he's helping you with the bills, you want him to help unbutton your shirt too. Girl, if you don't just move on, do you want to be with him or not? Okay. I think the thing is you guys are too comfortable. Okay. You can't have your cake and not eat your cake, but ask your cake to pay for your steak. It doesn't work like that. You need to figure out if you want to be with him. It sounds like you don't. So if you don't want to be with him, move on. Okay. It sounds like he's a great father. He's down to like take care of his kid, pay child support. But at the end of the day, it's been four years, honey. You should have graduated in four years. It's time for you to take your cap and gown and move to your own place so that you can move on with your life. When your ex, (laughs) I don't even know what to call him. 
When your ex finds someone else, and he will, okay, especially in a new city three hours away, he will have all the freedom and you will be on lockdown because he is paying your light bill. Do not do that, okay? I recommend getting out on your own because when he finds someone else, and he will, you will be looking like Martin on that episode of The Martin Lawrence Show where Gina moved to New York City and left him in an empty apartment. And if you haven't seen that, I'm sure you've seen the episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the very last episode where Will Smith is left in the house by himself and he's just standing in the living room. That's you. That's going to be you when he finds somebody else. Be independent. Ask him to pay for his child support. And that should be enough. You have to figure this out on your own so that you can move on with your life and close the chapter on that relationship if you don't want to be with him, okay? Because right now... You got your cake, you eating your cake, but you don't want to eat your cake. And then you ask me your cake to pay for your steak. And that's going to be really the quote for the entire episode, honey. You can't do all that. You greedy. (laughs) I hope that that helps. And if it doesn't, I mean, I get it. But, you know, I yelled at you. So hopefully you do get something out of it. And that's my advice. Jasmine Gives Bad Advice will be back after we hear from these sponsors. Welcome back to Jasmine Gives Bad Advice. This is a segment I like to call Things You Should Have by 33. And by 33, I mean 33 years old. If you're triggered by this, I don't want to see your DMs about it, okay? (laughs) This is for everyone, but it does steer towards people who identify as women or non-binary if this helps, okay? But I think everybody can really use this list. Actually, you know what? Everybody can use this list now that I'm looking at it, okay? I'm sure I can come up with a longer list, but here are my top five. Things you should have by 33. Number one, a foundation match. If you wear makeup, I'm gonna need you to know your color, okay? If you are 33 and your face is not matching your neck, honey, I'm judging you. You're too old for that shit, like seriously. I was watching TV and I I see too many girls out here, 32, 33. Babe, I need your neck to match your cheeks at this point because you're too old, okay? Number two, a good body oil. You should be glistening by 33, bitch. No excuses, okay? How can you not have a good body oil? Rihanna gave us one, okay? Go out, go to Sephora. Hell, you can get Palmer's at Target. I don't know, I don't care. I don't care which one it is. You just need a good body oil by 33 because I'm tired of seeing y'all's ashy ankles at 34 years old. Yes, I'm talking about my auntie. She's 40 something, but I'm just sick of it. (laughs) Number three, an electric toothbrush. I know I'm going to hurt a lot of feelings on this one, but by 33, you should have an electric toothbrush. I mean, I use a quip. People know that. It's not that hard, honey. They even have them at TJ Maxx and Marshalls if you go to the little tooth section. A lot of people don't know that, but there's a little tip for you. (laughs) You should have an electric toothbrush at this age. I mean, you're 33 years old. A handheld toothbrush is just not going to cut it. First of all, you're on your way to getting arthritis. So you can't even brush your teeth efficiently with your wrists anymore. You're not young. We be eating all types of good meals and stuff. You got to really get to the bottom of the plaque. Listen, my dentist told me this and she really got my ass together a few years ago and I just got one. So I'm now I'm shaming y'all. Okay, that's just the honest truth. I've had one for two years now. (laughs) Number four, Epsom salt. Do I need to explain this one? Honey, your knees are cracking at this point. Like... Soak your feet in it. 
put it in your bath. Epsom salt is necessary. Like you don't have to use it every time you take a bath, but you definitely need to have some in your house. And if you don't, you don't realize that you're 33. I mean, you need it. And finally, I'm gonna say it, and this might also hurt your feelings, especially in Los Angeles where I live, a mattress, like an actual one, like ones with springs in it. You know what? If it's Ikea, I'm still judging you. Like by 33, I don't know if you need a collection plate. I don't know if you need to start a GoFundMe. If you don't have a real mattress by now, hit me in the DMs on Instagram. We can crowdsource for you because this is ridiculous. Your spine needs it. Your ego needs it. I mean, even if it's on the floor, honey, I mean, it shouldn't be. But even if it is, did you really make it through the pandemic without an actual mattress? Oh my gosh, I'm like, <laughs> what do we need to do to help you out of this situation? I'm sorry, those are my things that you definitely should have by 33. And I think it's a totally reasonable list. And I'm not gonna negotiate with you guys. I'm not gonna argue with you about it, okay? I'm not gonna forgive you for not having any of those things by 33. It's just really time to go out and get it. End of story. Thank y'all so much for listening. Tune in every week for my best or worst advice. <laughs> and if you've got a problem that needs solving, let me know about it. You can submit a question at the link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok at J-A-Z-M-Y-N-J-W. Follow me too. And to all the women out there who have someone that they don't like paying their bills, enjoy it while you can, honey. <laughs> ah, until next week. Jasmine Gives Bad Advice was written by me, Jasmine W., and it was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Morgan Faust, and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to my friends and family who support me and to y'all who listen to the show. And if you love this show, share it with a friend, okay? And if you really want to share the love, please leave a five-star review and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast. If it's not a five-star review, save it, okay? I don't want to see any four or three stars. You can follow me at J-A-Z-M-Y-N-J-W on TikTok and everywhere else to stay up to date on everything I've got going on. And I guess I will see y'all next time. Have a great week.